0: Hello welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby co- podcast. We're joined by uh, Tom Cruddy, James Mansfield will be joining us on the podcast a little bit later on. And we've got an unidentified man there on the bottom of the screen. He's hiding his identity uh, for security reasons. It's Johnny Tobin. How are you, Johnny? <laughs> he looks like one <laughs> of those think. fellas on the documentary. He said, you know, we'll change his name.
1: Uh, we'll change uh, the voice too. Roar, roar, roar. We, yeah, we,
0: <laughs> we know you can't see him, but it is Johnny. What's going awesome on? on. I can't even that. see myself. <laughs> <same. laughs> <laughs> you're grand. You're grand. Leave, leave the phone alone, as the lad says. It'll be grand, lads. Um, we, we we didn't have a podcast last week. Obviously, we're all busy. Of course, uh, other bits and pieces going on. But what a week it's been! It uh, with rugby, so much going on. Um, we're obviously going to preview the Towns Cup final uh, on tonight's show. Um, the Tulo ladies are in Paul Flood Cup action the Kilkenny women are all the way into the Division 5 Cup final uh, the Towns played in Escorty and Tullo that's the semi-final, that's on on Saturday I think it is this weekend Friday, Friday it, night changed Fr- Friday night, okay thanks yeah. Johnny um, you know Champions Cup uh, it's great um, but we'll start I suppose Johnny quickly with uh, Sean O'Brien's retirement um, so that's some career Leaves behind when you it's only when you reread his uh accomplishments, I suppose, that you realize wow, um, some uh, achievements for a local lad like himself,
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, I was speaking about Monday night on the radio with Sinead there, and I just said like the Leinster video actually does a very good justice. The boy from Tullow done good because there's uh, there's not too many lads from Tullow go off and do what Sean has done in a professional sport at any uh sport it is, but. A fantastic career and like I said to Sinead um, Sean has done so much more for than just Tullo like for the southeast in general like what talent has came through the southeast, and Sean has brought down the, the doors I suppose um, has been phenomenal so he's done excellent work that way as well and um, may he enjoy your retirement and hopefully the rumours are true when he lines out in the maroon and white next year
0: That's one medal that he still doesn't have Johnny he doesn't have a Towns Cup medal
2: yeah, and he'd be very greedy, you know, he'd want to go after. So <laughs> I um, I'd say look at I don't know. I haven't spoken about um, but I'd say he will feature some point, maybe not next year, but in the in the future he'll yeah. definitely talk out for the of White at some point. Yeah. So. It's
0: it's funny, you hear it in GAA circles. I know a club is a big thing in GAA, but like you can have all the All Ireland medals you want, but a club All Ireland medal or a county final medal, which are local club, is a huge deal for for some lads. You know, and these are lads yeah. that could have nine all Ireland medals in their back pocket.
2: Yeah, all the Sean has won at professional level. He's won, actually, he's actually won nothing with Tullo. He was in the Gale Cup final in 07, I think. No, no, sorry, 06. And they lost out and um, he's never played senior rugby. So I'd say he'll come chasing something. Definitely want to have something. I'd say he'll be talking to his list too, because I do know know the Towns Cup in 2017 meant an awful lot to him, you know, when he won that one. So yeah, I'd say um, he'd love to win something with Tullo as a player.
0: Absolutely. Tom, Tom, Carlo must have felt the benefits of Sean O'Brien's rising star over the years, I suppose, as well in terms of people being interested in rugby and and jumping into the club regardless of whether he's a Tullow man or not.
1: Absolutely, we um, we want to wish we I want to wish to Sean the best of luck in his retirement. From, I mean, he has some career uh, just second to none between the you know, the, as I say, a, a local boy, just you know, Tullow boy carlo chef and you know southeast the whole his, his represented he's always given his time and it's like it doesn't matter whether maroon or white or not he's he's given his time to any 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 time i think people have asked locally to to do anything and i'd say he got given out no it because he was doing he's done so much stuff for free so i'd say his management i think his management company were too happy with him over the years, doing all the free stuff that he's done, but he's a fantastic ambassador for rugby and uh, an and absolute uh, a legend in this part, you know. Um, and it's good to see that, you know, we have players coming through the southeast now, as Johnny said. Um, you know, it, they have to take us seriously now. Uh, when you're competing against the school system, and it's a you know it, it it's very much one sided and still there's still a, a lot of snobbery there towards schools and you know it, we do play second fiddle as clubs to to the school system, um, but those we hope in the end years to come that that'll you know that that's going to change and the I think there is a realization that there's more more talent out there um, than just in the you know and and the big six schools and. Sean has been, uh, as I say, been a huge ambassador for that. You know that system that you can come through and and himself take for I mean, um, who else is there? The Carnies, you know, just different people have come through. uh that you need. This gives young fellows a hope that they will stand a chance. You know, to get to to move on and and to move up and to get. Look, not everybody's going to get to put on a, a blue shirt or a green shirt, but. If the likes of those Sean or the Sean O'Brien's of this world um, are there, it means the young lads something to look up to, and they, there is a chance always, you know. And as long as there's a, they see heroes or get a hero, you know, the kids want to want to be like that. And I have to say, just look, he's a fantastic guy. Um, everyone in Carlo has the highest respect for him, um, and he's done phenomenal work. I know that, like he, I mean, he's total through and through, but for all the work he's done throughout the county and not just in as in rugby but just being an ambassador for sport. Um hats off to him. He's a, he's a he's a, a fair legend and uh, I we do wish him the best of luck. Look he he doesn't need luck. He's going to be successful in whatever he does. He he works hard. You know, Absolutely. we've all seen that. So best of luck to him.
0: Absolutely, here, here, Uh, obviously, same as the rest of the lads, huge fan of Sean, and very proud as a local man to see a local man do well in rugby on an international scale, you know, lining out for the lines and everything, it's a bit, it's it's still, when you were watching it, a bit surreal, like, jeez, there's Sean playing for the lines, like, it's, I don't know, that's how I felt over the years as well, I think one of my best memories was uh, 2011 Heineken Cup final over in Cardiff, I think most of Tullow was there, and Carlo. That week, uh, I most, think of the most, of the, most of the county was on that ferry from Ross mm. going over that day. Anyway, there wasn't, there wasn't another accent bar, a Carlow accent on it. Um, and uh, I know it was great. And, and, of course, Sean doing the rounds afterwards with the Tullow flag and that, it just, um you know, it was great stuff. But anyway, best of luck to the man in his retirement. Um, Talking about, I suppose, comings and goings in the rugby world, we're going to talk Champions Cup now. And Graham Roundtree, lads, has been appointed as the monster coach for next season. Uh, I think some of us thought, I suppose, that it was a possibility that he'd be called in. They have looked for the last couple of months, but he's uh, he's getting the job. What do you think?
2: I
1: think he, I'm um, going
2: Tom's a Munster man.
1: Yeah, I know that's, that's it's <laughs> uh. I think um I think it's a, look it, I think it's a good enough decision. Um you have to keep some form of uh, continuity through. I think he's very passionate. He's a passionate guy. He's proven that in his in his past careers. Um I think the players like him. And if even if, I think if people saw the Twitter little clip from the dressing room last weekend you will see that he was passionate when Mr Van Graham was sitting down. Chilling oh, out, sure. he was he was losing the plot with the lads, and I look. I think it's it's not about him anyway. Like he's a passionate guy. He's plenty of knowledge. He's plenty of experience. Um, he has done quite a good job in certain areas with with the pack. Um, I think it's the, the team that comes around him now is going to be so important. And the number one thing to me is that the, the Munster need an attack coach. And somebody with a bit of um, yeah, to come up with something different, and something new, and to give them something to you know give the support or something to look at, gave Munster a better chance at uh, competing. You know, I know it's a it's like we're blessed like Leinster as a as a as the province. So we so many players coming through. It's just you know we have a comparable. Uh, from clubs to schools, to which they don't have uh, like in the other provinces, and it's no good to the country. It's no good to, to rugby if we have one province and nobody there to compete with them. You know, I see a huge improvement in Ulster. I Connacht are Connacht. They, 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 you know, they play a fantastic brand of rugby, but Munster need to have uh, a, a new a brand of rugby to. So you know, they need something to people to see that there's a, a progression and as as a nation we need to like as as a as a country a rugby country we have to have players coming through from all four provinces to make a team. Yeah. Because if they don't, as I said before in this thing that if players aren't coming from other if 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 your provincial team isn't doing well means that rugby in starts to fade because kids have nothing to look up to. They you know you have to have that passion. Things need to be on the roll, you have to be competitive and kids need to look up Otherwise, we're going to miss out on players that could have played for Ireland or could have played for Munster, could have played, but there could have been because they're not, they'll go play other sports because they're not enticed at the higher level to go, oh, I want to be like him, you know. I want to be the next, I want to be the next Sean O'Brien or I want to be the next Paul O'Connell. I want to be, you know, but at the moment, we don't have that. uh, Munster don't have that. So I think it depends on that team that they bring around them. You know, look at the game against Exeter last week. Um, yeah. The potential is there. You know, the, 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 there is little glimmers of what can happen, what can be there. Yeah. But their execution is very, very poor at the moment. Um, they don't look like scoring tries. No, oh, the lack you
0: know. of a game plan. There's no yeah. sort of solid plan there. By the looks, well, they, of they it, need.
1: They? That's what I'm saying. It's attack. It's not. Yeah. It's not their defense. I mean, we've seen their set piece defense wasn't great around the line. Now for that. Um. But their defense, midfield, in that across was excellent. So, I mean, they have they have pieces of everything together, but they just it's not rounded as a package. And that's what uh, I think Roundtree has to do: to get the people in to get that whole thing as a package.
0: Johnny, your thoughts on Gray Roundtree, and I suppose the monster match against Exeter last week and the return fixture this week.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think comes on the money there. with they need to get a good coach and ticket, but. Every team in the world really attacks the same way at the moment. Everyone's either one, three, three, one or two, four, two. It's just Leinster, I suppose, as a whole, do it a lot better than what other teams do it. And they execute a lot more efficiently. I just think I think the I said it before the culture in Munster is the biggest problem in-house culture. So I don't think players believe in Van Gran or they back him. I think uh Graham Roundtree is someone you could believe in. Uh, he's tested as a coach, I suppose. Been on Lions tours, um, been involved with England. I seen a post actually just during the week on Twitter. They're circulating a picture of England's 2015 coaching ticket: Stuart Lancaster, Mike Catt, Andy Farrell, Graham Rountree. Yep. Like Stuart Lancaster has Whitley O'Callaghan has transformed Leinster. Mike Cat and Andy Farrell have transformed Ireland to a level we didn't think they could. So I think Graham Rountree probably could transform Munster to a level that they should be at, um, because they definitely have the players. Uh, maybe not so much coming through, but currently at the moment they have some good players like you know, like even young players there Thomas Ahern coming through. He's a fantastic second row and they continue to bring in these South Africans. Like keep a hold of these young fellas for to go elsewhere. Um and play the rugby, you know. So, yeah, Ahern was kind of a bit
1: unfortunate this year. He had a few injury had injuries, a couple of injury problems at the start and and didn't get his Yeah, it's not a great confidence
2: play. booster though when you're seeing RG Simon being brought in and your second row in there. You know, it's you're not being you're not being reassured that your position is fairly good. Like, well, the only know. thing you would hope that is next season that you'd have you'd
1: be looking at Archie Snyman with with Thomas Ahern. You know, yeah. I mean, I I it's like it. You know, we could say the same for any team. I mean, Leinster are bringing in another center, and you can say they've already got some of the best centers, and and they have the best centers yeah, in the but country. But they're bringing in, no- bringing in bringing in another center.
2: Leinster's Jordan reasoning Ryanair. though is a completely different scenario because uh, all, um, they're all black like when the internationals are on Leinster have no centres because they're all on international duty so you know um, that I could see logic there I can't see like Orgy Simon can't do it for Ireland like when he played for Munster you know so I don't know maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm miles out but I think, well, think Simon is up. there. The
1: fact that I mean, you're going to have a lead. You have again. He's not going to be playing the international. That he's actually going to be there. Hmm. Like a Scott um, you, need, or something. you need. You need a world class. I mean, you need that. Yeah. But the country needs that too because it's like we've always had. yeah, Scott Fardy. All those players are bringing on new players. Gibson Parker. You know, developing new scrum, young scrum has. All those players will bring on. Every team needs that. You know that, that that I don't know what you're going to call it—a foreign player—but that person that comes in and inspires is a leader. And, and look, I see that's why Leinster have it. I mean, the two, like they're bringing in that center because they don't have, as you say, Johnny. They don't. They still have to me. They still have the best centers in the country by far. Um, but they've normal experience when you lose Ring Ringrose and you lose uh, Henshaw.
2: Yeah, you know, like when you see Lancer having to put Ross or Harry Bourne into ten or twelve, when when Henshaw and Reynolds are gone, you know there's yeah. an issue, like because neither are twelve or they're they're tens at, at at their best yeah. position, like so. And I think that's
1: experience, um, Danny. You know.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, scary, but I definitely think monster culture needs to change because I often I always say it, and and I support Lencer, like, but Tomell Park is a phenomenal stadium to go to. And to, to watch a game and to be in an atmosphere down there. Like 2011, Magnus League final. That was an incredible atmosphere. It was. We were down to, like, Leinster on a high after winning the Heineken Cup. Obviously, we were down there. There was thousands of Leinster people there. But you could just hear the Munster support. It was just class. Like I think that, that if, that's kind of is in a way too.
0: You know how that's, powerful it is, Johnny, when you feel a bit intimidated going in as a Leinster supporter? Like in a good way. You know what I mean? It yeah. monster folk are that loud and that sort of just passionate like about it. It's fantastic,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't there the last day against Leinster. I mean, when you only have 20,000 turning up or 20, whatever it was, 22,000 turning up yeah. to uh, inter-provincial when the, those days were sold out and you couldn't get a ticket and mm. the same there is mm. constant advertising on the radio to get a Heineken Cup tick to try and sell out uh, Saturday. So I'll let you know next week, lads, when uh, I'll be down there and uh, go down to the match on Saturday and I'll I'll be straight and honest with what the atmosphere is like because Heineken cup day in toman park is no matter what is it's, minute, it's going to be it is great crack and i go to the anytime i go there i always going to the terrace because i think that's just the most enjoyable the most enjoyable experience that you'll have is when you're thrown in you know standing shoulder to shoulder with lads and but Absolutely. we'll wait and see i hope um, they can do it i think it'll be tough ask
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, we're, we're, we're expecting James Blanchfield into the podcast now soon. He's not in the waiting room yet, lads, so we'll wait another while. But um, Leinster, um got the job done last week and a seriously strong team this week. Andrew Porter, Ronan Kelleher and Tyke Furlong is your front row. Uh, yeah. Ross Maloney, uh, Josh Murphy in the second row and then Doris van der Fleer and Conan. Gibson Park, Sexton, James Lowe, Robby Henshaw, Gary Ringrose, Jimmy O'Brien, Hugo Keenan. It's the best team you can put out.
2: Yeah, but uh, there's the thing, you see team. you see the comments on Facebook, oh, Connacht playing Ireland. Yeah, probably, with the exception of three players there, that's Ireland's 12. That's Ireland's yeah. front row, it's Ireland's back row, it's Ireland's half-backs, it's Ireland's centre, mm-hmm. it's Ireland one winger and one fullback. So, like... It's <laughs> crazy. Like what Tom said, like, the other provinces are not thriving enough. This is like yeah yeah but you that's can...
1: that's but that's the issue we can't keep we can't keep a country going in one province and one team alone because it's not sustainable it won't keep you going. don't know what in the long term it's not sustainable and also no. the fact is you never know when you have your best team out there if if there's lads not come you know if lads aren't going to come through from other provinces you know, there yeah, is, there yeah. is more fantastic, there is more, there's serious talent in there, look, we have serious talent in the country, like I thought the game, I thought the game last week against Connacht, Connacht just went out and went hell for leather for us, um, yeah. they played a uh, super, they, like they didn't, they don't, look. Like, it's an amazing thing, they could try and change their game plan to play Leinster and do this and do that, but they don't, they go out and they play, like they haven't the best defensive record, I mean they've let in an awful lot of sc- uh, tries against them, especially out wide, and um, they um they played so well at the weekend and I love Jack Carty just in Johnny's face all day. Every time Johnny went to the referee, Jack it's was there man. and he turned around <laughs> and he just turned like for Johnny to turn around and goes, You all right, like you know, get rile him up.
2: Mental and, victory, like,
1: though. But that's what you need, and, and like mm. that's it isn't that that's what that whole rivalry should be like. It should be in your face. I mean, there should be Shmazers, you know, the odd uh box thrown and i know it's, we don't we don't promote five don't anything, condone that here <laughs> we don't condone it but no like, there should be no sorry, there should be the little bit of the little bit of a uh, little bit of handbags at dawn you know you need that <laughs> in in a game look at it. it that's what that's what derbies are about it's about you know it's about passion and uh i just love connor for going out i hope that they can go out i know it's a big ass to go to the aviva but to go to the Viva and try and if they could just play the same, get that same yeah. sort of uh, in your face. I mean, there was nothing between the teams.
0: No, there wasn't for yeah. a
1: long time, and mm. and then like, there's a lot of. I looked back at the 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 Gibson Park yellow card. the red really, yellow really cut. really oh. really could have been a red card.
0: Yeah, pretty easy. I,
1: even that, if you look at do you see the line. If you look at the when the three. When the referee is debating what it is, the two linesmen are looking at, going, and you can see the face is going a it's, a, it's a red card. <laughs> it's a red, and he didn't like. He didn't change. Like they didn't. They didn't give their speak. This they sat there, which I don't think is a good thing either. But you could see by, especially the guy that was on his left, um, definitely looked... and kind of went. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, I, that's why. Correct. He, the the he did like.
0: Now Gibson Park was tracking back; he was stepping backwards. Uh, Doesn't no, matter. He no, no, back, back.
1: He and, he stood his ground and he didn't. He didn't lower his body. Like he didn't lower yeah. his body. He made no attempt to lower his body. If um, and it's not anything of anything. I mean, we want. I mean, we want Lentor to win the game, but it's 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 just. Uh, I don't know. Some of those they saw so dodgy the decisions. Yeah. To me, like that would have been the red card all day in, the, in most yeah. games. It
2: was lucky, yeah. And this is what, I'm saying, I, what the I was saying about this mitigate or this um interpretation thing. Like, that's that referee's interpretation that that wasn't worthy of a red card. But you can see the two touch judges thought it was worthy of a red card. So they clearly yeah. have three different opinions of of a law that's simple law direct contact with the head, red card yeah. all day of the week, twice on Sundays. Like,
1: I mean, he <laughs> broke his nose.
2: Yeah, like yeah. something yeah. on his face in the middle of his face.
1: You know? <laughs> I kind of had a little
0: target, yeah he had a like big nose, thing.
2: but it's in the middle of his face. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we move on to the local stuff, then Leinster win over Connacht and Munster to do the job against Exeter. Do you think?
1: Uh... I think it's going to so like be so I... close. Five points, five points. Well, Lencer are going to be kind of, uh, I would definitely be in the Aviva, not going to lose, but yeah, the Aviva uh, will, be,
2: will be kind
1: of. yeah, Munster. Look, know. you never know, you never know on Tome and Park. And maybe, maybe the fact that they've tied down their coach now might have given it might give the lads a bit of a kind of a bit of relief and they might go to play for him, they might actually yeah. go out and play. And I mean. I think to play in and they didn't play well against Leinster. And didn't, I mean, at the end of the day, that's, uh, they have a point to prove. They need to beat them. So, look, I hope uh, there'll be two points in the difference at the end of the game to to Munster. And uh, going there on Ulster, I would definitely I'd actually give the edge. I don't think to lose play well away from home. And that uh, and uh, I think Ulster's becoming a very tough place to go to Raven Hill and win. It's becoming a little bit of a fortress up there. Even Enster struggled in it. So um I think uh, Yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see Ulster win that one. I think they should I think they just put Toulouse out of their put out of their misery for a year. <laughs> Let him <them> off. <laughs>
0: We'll move on to club rugby. The uh, Towns Cup final for the men is the big thing this weekend. But before that, uh, the Tulo ladies going well. Johnny, a Paul Flood Cup final to look forward to against Tulla Moore.
2: Yeah, they're moving very well. Yeah, and still, i my saying on Monday again, they're they're kind of flying the flag for main competitions for us this year again. Um, a, little, a very good mix of youth and experience. Um, maybe that that helps too. Like, there's young Dan or there who's in with the Leinster senior women, but she's only I think she left turning turn eighteen. Um, she's playing there with them as well, so it's very very good to see that. Um, look, the Leinster the women are very very strong. They play a nice brand of rugby at home, Paul courts them very well. Um, and they're enjoying it so. Best to look to them in that final. I'd, uh, I'd say it'll go well for them.
0: Absolutely.
2: When is that Matt? I think it's next Sunday, not Easter yeah, Sunday. I think I it's the following Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Is, it's in old Belvedere I know that. it's but, next yeah.
1: Saturday, Danny. Saturday is it? it? Is next it Saturday? All yeah. well, I know that Kikeni are next Saturday. I think they're all playing? the final. I think yeah. all the all finals is one day in Belvedere. Uh yeah. No, in the Danny No,
2: they're not. They're not in Danny Brook because. Um, Kilkenny were looking to train in Tolo. Kilkenny women were looking to train in Tolo tonight. And they rang and cancelled because their finals have been moved to Belvedere. Oh, oh it's changed. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah. And of course, Kilkenny uh, women are playing talent the Division 5 Cup final as well. So they're flying it as well. Um, James Blanchfield has been talking quite a lot about them this year as well. Johnny, uh, from a men's point of view, uh, Towns played for the J1s at the moment. Uh, semi-final on Saturday against Enniscorti.
2: Yeah, it's been moved to tomorrow night now in then. Oh, sorry,
0: Friday. Um, it's at that start.
2: Yeah, Friday night there in An Um look at San Scarti's second team, they'll be very, very strong still. I know their thirds are out in a competition and they're going well in it, and their first are looking for a bit of promotion. So there's gonna be a big smag of catch for them. Um I suppose Bauer's seconds losing last weekend to Nayus in the semi final of the Seconds Cup kind of frees up a few fellas as well. And I know there's a good few young lads um being brought in and being involved with the Haynes team, young Adam Johnson, Fiat Kavna, um I'd imagine James Whelan and uh will be brought up too, and Jack Fitzgerald, and these are 18 year olds playing for their senior first team in their in their first year, so it just goes to show you what work they're putting in. The lads are enjoying it as well, and they're kind of playing for a bit more to give Morris a good end and to finish the season on a high for him, and to finish the his time like you know. So hopefully. It goes well. Yeah, there's always so a classic when full on a scorpion meet. So should be good.
1: That's down there, Johnny is it?
2: Down there tomorrow night, yeah, eight o'clock. I know. It should best to, yeah, best of luck that one. Should go uh, well, you know. So
1: uh we are out in the second place against uh who have we we've gory away on Sunday. Very good. Well, in the nice second place
2: that'll be that'll be that'll be good.
1: Yeah, well we played Wexford at the weekend and that was geez, the worst game of rugby I've seen all year. The lads won't mind me saying it. It was absolutely... We started off like a charity match. said it was like a charity match. Um, and then, I don't know, I think she went out of control and I, I, I'm glad it wasn't any longer because those injuries and brawls and the whole thing just turned to rubbish. Ruby goes out now. the window at that stage. Yeah, well, the control in the middle of the field had a lot to be desired. so. But with we'll say mm. less about that. And I um, look wishing the best, best of luck.
2: Claw Claws Mo catch no flies, Tom.
1: <laughs> They're out to, they're out to enjoy, they're out to look to the lads out there to get something. Hopefully they'll get the get something out the rest of the season. So
2: yeah.
0: Absolutely. we'll talk about the big marquee one this weekend. Uh Kenny Ashburn Rinchel Towns Cup final, it's on Sunday in Kildare at three o'clock. Johnny, you're on call commentary duty uh, this weekend uh, again. Um, lads, a uh, huge match, like it's incredible that Kenny are in a Towns Cup final, uh, considering what we were talking about weeks ago, you know fighting for survival in the Division 1A of the league, and then you know sure we will go out and play the Towns Cup and see how we, see how we get on, sort of a thing, you know, trying to get the, the squad back together, a bit of momentum under the belt as well so they've been going hell for letter since, but uh, they're only 80 minutes away from a couple of medals, and particularly for the players like uh, Doc and uh, you know, David O'Connor, and uh, a couple of the lads have been around a while. This is something that they really, really, really want. That loss against Ennis Corti a couple of years ago in Kildara as well, actually, um, hurt a lot of those fellas. So, there's a lot of particularly the older fellas looking to probably bow out their careers with a medal.
2: I think um, James Blashfield has been playing smoke and mirrors with us all year, um, and <laughs> he's disguised. With- I think, uh, I, I think he's talking them down all years to make him look bad and then oh look at uh, look how good we can be and oh yeah yeah look at no I I've seen them play <laughs> a good few times this year he, he definitely wasn't playing smoke and mirrors um but yeah 2014 was stung 2015 was a stung the one when they played Ashburn in Tolo in 2014 was the worst game of rugby I've ever watched in my life and I've been at some J three and J four games and <laughs> this pips him so but look at I said it to James yesterday. If any year where they can win it, it's probably this year. They're very very strong. They're very driven. They have a good mix of youth and a good mix of experience. Um, the likes of Wes Carter, Liam Caddy, Joe Manuel, um, Jake McDonald. They would have been there before. Doc would have been there before. Um, so they would have the heart of 2014 and 15. And I'd say if they go out and win it on on Sunday, I'd say a lot of them fellas would uh, tie the boots together and hang them up. Um. So, look, at, I I think I actually think this one is going to be a cracking game. I think um, I really I really do think Kilkenny will, will win it, and, and I think it will be comfortable. I don't think it'll be as tight as twenty fourteen was. Right.
0: Where's Ashburn's weaknesses, Johnny? Do you think?
2: Their their squad, their age, like. Just- these lads are around a long time, these lads in Ashburn. Do you know, they're, like, up front, they're very, very physical. They're very, very strong. But why can you have them tenfold? Do you know, they, they have the skill set, they have the strength, they have the passing ability, they have everything. kicking range. Like I said it in the commentary with you when we we're down doing the quarterfinal card on Kilkenny, that Liam Caddy's probably one of the best fullbacks in junior rugby. And I stand by that. Like, he's a very good attacking fullback. So I think he'll offer a big threat Um I don't think I don't think Ashburn will be able to live with them out wide. you know? So yeah,
0: they are pretty dangerous.
2: Just, yeah. When like like we said it when they when they attacked against Carlo that time we were doing that game, they look really, really dangerous. Whereas Carlo attacked and went three phases, and that's what Kenny can do. They they can attack and they can keep building and keep building. They can go seven, eight, nine, ten phases. No problem. They have that uh-huh. ability. Like so I don't think Ashburn will live with that.
1: Absolutely, Tom. What do yeah. you reckon? Um, I think it's a. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'd, Ashburn have a lot of experience there too. I'm hoping. Yeah. I presume I would take it that Kenny are having everybody back, and also the fact. Um, I think twelve. They have. They last one drew one. I think it was a, it was so that the. I think they've got Ash to win in the them. with
2: them. They beat them in Ashburn, but, but even. Kikini. Was
1: it a beat in Ashburn and the Ashburn four beat three. them?
2: Four points.
1: Yeah. Look, I, I think Kenya are a very good side, and uh, I think they have a little bit. They're making their own look as well. Um, we all know just talking to people, anyone that has experience of Towns Cups and, and has, even like when we had a good run of it, we would say that we weren't exactly the best rugby team either. It just, things clicked on the days, and you know, and you know, the old saying goes: "You kind of, it's better be, you know, a lucky general than a good general." And I think they have, they have that little, that little bit of luck on their side this year. They're making well; luck is made. But I, I, just looking at all their games coming in, everything's building towards this. Like they played, you could see the experience. Like when when they played us, we just lost out on that. You, know, you could see their experience across the park. You know they have those guys to to hold the ball, to know when to let it go, to know when to hold it, to know when to kick for the touch, to know when to you know they just have that. I think they're a very rounded team. I think they've got some super hard players, but they're they're what the biggest board they have is their team. You know they they've had they struggled a lot during the season, and I think that um they've gained they've gained momentum and they've pulled each other together, and you know talking to James and, and hearing like with James speaking each week you know they have put up with the injuries they put up with the COVID they've had you know one guy has just come back from injury next month, somebody else has gone out and they're really unfortunate but they seem to be on a complete momentum change and just watching them like watching the whole build up to the Carlo game you can see that they're a well-rounded side Um they have a they know maybe maybe Ashburn might I'm not hundred percent sure on the pack. Henny you know they managed to hold Dundalk. They knew that Dundalk had a strong team, but uh here's the man the legend now is going to talk us through everything. I'm building you up. I'm building you up, James. I'm just saying it's what a what around rounded team and you've all the hurt that happened pre you know during the season, you've that's all kind of built to get the momentum, you know, that 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 role and you have that little bit. Of, you're getting the rub of the green as well because you deserve it. You know you you play well as a team, and and I I will hope that I mean fingers crossed. We're all praying that the the town's cup will come back to the southeast because I mean that's our. We definitely don't want to see it going back up there. So, no, no to Ashburn.
3: <laughs> no, you're right, Tom. Like I mean, we've you've, you've heard me all season harping on about injuries and about COVID and. That if we can get our full team on the pitch, that we are we're every bit as good as anybody. And I think we're proving that now. And like for us is what Galvanized us so far is is the last 20 minutes against Eden Derry, but particularly the last 20 minutes in Kikenny against Carlo. Like that was that was nail-biting stuff. And our lads, in fairness to them, just they took everything that Eden Derry could throw at them, which was significant. And then from what he could throw at them was again was absolute it, it it was just it was relentless for the last 20 minutes but the, in fairness to the lads they just stayed doing what they had to do and you know moments like that win matches, moments like that win leagues but more and win cups and I have to hand it to Doc and Steve and John Buckley Ray Pembroke, Eamon Dooley you know they don't try and force a culture on anyone, they've worked really hard to let everything be natural and you know, everyone gets along very, very well. There was, a, look at like anything. We have our problems, and we've had our problems. And the problems that we've had, the lads have worked hard at ironing out, um, some some commitment issues with some lads. That's been fixed to a degree. You know, you still have the one, the one or two lads that might need the boot in the arse, and they're in every squad. Talented guys who might not feel they have to train every week, but they're in every squad, and you know. We're hoping this weekend that we can we can go up to up to Kildara and, and bring that cup back. Everyone, everyone that I'm talking to is rooting for us, you know. Um but we're playing an Ashbourne team that they're on every bit of a journey as we are. Like they've been gone unbeaten since Christmas, since since turn of the year. So momentum, they have a lot of momentum going with them now, albeit be, whether they're not unbeaten, we beat them in Kilkenny but they went on a serious run of games to put themselves in a position where they ended up from 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 going bottom of the league to being fourth in the league. Um they've had a good cup run as well. They beat Mullingar in the semi-final. Um they are going to be gunning for us, you know. They have a very strong front row. They have a very good the best junior scrum half in Leinster and Gavin Kennedy, you know. Um we need, we need to be squeaky clean as well. Penalties for us have been, you saw the any time when we played G, discipline, discipline was, discipline was poor. Uh, it was poor again last week against Dundalk. So we need to be squeaky clean because look at Bernie White, his referee in the game. Um, We know Bernie well and Bernie knows us well and we know what he doesn't like and he knows where, he knows us to know where we could be ill-disciplined. So, you know, there has to be there has to be a balance there as well with the refereeing on this weekend where we're managing the referee, you know, because uh, we had a once this year and I said it on the podcast earlier on in the year we felt a little bit aggrieved after the game, particularly the Gory game. Things didn't go our way with some of the decisions that went against us. Now we'd hope that we're coming into the game on Sunday with a carte blanche and there's going to be there's going to be no considerations for 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 water that's under the bridge, but. um we're we're preparing really well for the game. Uh, it was a really good training session there on Tuesday night. Last Friday night was a very important session. Um, and for Dave, it's going to be very hard for Dave and Steve tonight to sit down and pick their 20 for Sunday because there's going to be a couple of uh, disappointed guys.
1: That's great. That's great to have that set. That that depth that you have now, because we know. Uh, look, every anyone that's been listening to the podcast all season has, has knows the hardship that you've gone through. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, look, we could see when, like, when you played uh, when you played us that I uh, was we saying just before you came on that you you know you're very rounded across the park. The mm-hmm. one thing you are is very rounded as a team. Um, yeah. from you know, there's no absolute superstars on that team but each one is talented you have a serious amount of talent on the team but they gel very well and they actually are just saying like they know how to watch and they know when to hold the ball they know when to let it go you have a you know you have a good kicker you have a good scrum you have a, an eagerly scrum half there um, he's good lad. he is a good lad and, and you're saying like you know you're up against a good scrum half but like your scrum half is as good as any scrum half there he's he's like, class. he is a, he's a good player um, you have a great, you know, you, you a, I think your backline is, Johnny was even commenting on you know, the records, your backline will do it for you. I, I think you have a superb backline. I don't know, Like I can't say anything really particular about Ashbourne. So I haven't seen Ashburn play in a long time. But I know they'll never be easy. They'll be a niggly team too. So, as you say, if you can keep your discipline and you get that little bit of rub of the green that you need, and we've said it, talking, I've been talking to, we've been all talking to lads, you know, from our teams of the past over the last couple of days and like everybody just wishes Kilkenny so well, you know, the amount of goodwill from old Carlo players that played, you know, back in the days and when we were winning Towns Cups, they'll all tell you that, you know, we weren't the best team. People all think that because Carlo won, you know, this the, the five Towns Cups that they were this amazing team, but they weren't, they were just hard working and a great group of friends. That was the, the, key, yeah, the key factor. You know, they were good you friends. You That's what it all was. They worked hard. Yeah.
3: It's it's hard work and camaraderie, like, you know. And I was part of a team that won a Seconds Cup in 2005. And we had all kinds of demographics on it. I was 19, maybe 20. We had fellas who were Neil Campion, who was nearly 40. We had Billy Ayres, who probably was 40, you know, or not far off it. But to this day, every single one of us are still good pals, you know, and that's that's important. And I think that's what winning a Towns Cup together does. And I look back to the 86 team that won a Towns Cup with Kilkenny. Like you said, Tom, about your great team of the mid-90s to the late 90s that won all those Cups. They're all still good buddies, you know, and it's amazing what winning a Cup together, it, it lasts forever. The legacy, the people, the names, like there's people knocking around Kilkenny Rugby Club. Who played in the 1986 Towns Cup final for us and their club legends? Some of them, most of them were on the 87 team, but nobody talks about the fellas who were on the 87 team that weren't on the 86 team. You know, it's yeah. it's about being the cup winner. It's about being, you know, we're, we're, we're doing a thing ourselves where we're looking back to all of our cup winning teams. There's only five of them from the 50s through to 2002. But like 20 years is a long time for Kilkenny to go without winning a cup. It's a long time for. A club like Kenny, it's even longer for Carlo. You know, gee, clubs like Kenny, Carlo, we deserve to be winning cups every few years. And you know, it's it, 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 because it's, it's a tradition for his port leash or another one. You know, we just have to get that, you no, know, no, getting that cup run together. And friends, friends are made. Like I look at Mick McGrath and Jerry McDonald, they were on the 86 team together. Murk Crotty, Charlie Phelan, and um, Jimmy Gary, the Block Kelly, you know, and they're legends of the game. It's like yourselves with. With Harry Sutherland, with um Martin Dunphy, uh Dunno O'Brien, all these lads, they're all names that roll off the tongue, tongue in Carlo, You know, yeah. and they're it's it's look we're we're just hoping this Sunday now that we can do it. And look, it's we 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 don't have a crystal ball to say that we're going to win it, but uh do we fear Ashburn? Probably not. We owe them one. There's six guys on our team who have played in town to, in two two towns cup finals and lost both of them in a row. They are they are so important to what we are doing this weekend because they've been there. They've worn the pajamas. At the moment, the six of them are as cool as cucumbers, advising the younger guys who haven't been there before.
1: Yeah, well, that's 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 such an important. That's what i was saying. Like you know, you, you can't when you have a very young team. You know the, like you've complimented us, James, and 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 what we've done over the season and. Um, I'm looking at the same for a Thai very young sides coming through. But even I was talking to a guy from a Thai last night and uh like he was I was congratulating him, you know, I I'm getting promotion and going to be in our league next year. And he just says, Well, he, they hope that they stay because it said like they even had a younger team than us this year.
2: Mm.
1: And uh, yeah. which is but they made a conscious decision to try and keep, you know, try and get back home growing players and not to I think I think the days if we have to start relying on people uh you know bringing in bringing in players like a lot of the clubs have done and not from our area but James you know as well as I do like there's there's you know there's yeah. there's teams out there who'll do anything to win um but we haven't done it um you know we've stuck to our guns and as i say for for us going forward next season it'll be back down to retention is number one to make sure that we have retain um the fantastic group of lads that we have um, regardless of talent or anything, they all worked as hard as each other this year. And we want to retain those and keep the momentum going for uh, just that buzz that's in the club. And we'd love to be in that position. But look, we're, I'll tell you the truth. Like We're so jealous of you. Um, oh, yeah. Like anybody out there in podcast land that listens to this, it, I, I'm a fortunate I'm away at the weekend and I'm kicking myself. I, I, I would go to that match, uh, it, it, but regardless, it's like you know, it's like going to an All Ireland final for rugby at, at this level. It's it's always great banter. It's a great game, and I would recommend anyone to go, and especially anybody in the southeast, let's come up and support Kilkenny because we want to see it back in the southeast and keep it down here. You know, uh, no, right. strong, we have a strong we have a strong tradition of it, and uh, look, we represent each other. We represent the southeast. We represent southeast as a, te- as a team as team at youths. And um, you know we used to represent as adults with sea lines. Maybe sometimes it might look like bringing that back to us and giving us a bit of crack again. But uh, look, I'm jealous. I'd love to be James. I'd love to be. I I'd love to be and <laughs> love to be on the sideline cheering Carlo this weekend. I'm absolutely what? so jealous of you. But uh, honestly, our whole club is 110 behind you. And yeah, no, you I look at this. Thanks thanks and, for that uh, because yeah. I was chatting with yeah. Debbie Carter the other day the is a gent. Dave is an absolute gent he's so, a gas man he's brilliant yeah, what he Dave
3: is. what Dave has done for our club lads is he's he's actually Dave has been the galvanised that the club needed you know he, he he everything he does he does with the best of intent the best of intent for the club people respect him but one thing about Dave Matthews is he knows how to mix it with different people and when to mix it and how to do it well you know he's a He's a great guy. But just speaking about the South East, I was chatting with Debbie Carty the other day. I think this is the tenth consecutive Towns Cup final where there's going to be a South East team in it. Um, the tournament, realistically, for the last 10 years has been dominated by Ennis Garty, and Wicklow. Uh, so it's it's rare the cup has left has left the region. It went to, it, it to Ashbourne in 2015 think it might have gone to Dundalk at one stage as well yeah. or Boyne I'm not sure but uh, we're going to do everything we can to keep it back to, to, to bring well not bring the Towns Cup itself back but bring the old gimmick trophy that they give you instead of it back but uh, but um, like we're getting messages from lads who played for the club 20-30 years ago wishing us the best to no longer in Kilkenny and um, you know just on yourself Tom after the display you put in at Kilkenny and after the season you've had with the players you've had with the players you have I don't see any reason why in 12 months' time this won't be Carlo that we're talking about
0: that's it fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers
3: crossed well james the
0: very best of luck on Sunday. we're carrying it live of course on kclr with full life commentary uh build up analysis post-match and all that keep an eye out for the big blue uh kclr uh ice cream van that doesn't <laughs> sell ice cream uh up there as well Lads, has been great talking is on the podcast mind yourselves the weekend there's tons of uh good rugby including the town's cup f- final to look forward to it, and it's a great chat and this always, Johnny Tobin from Tullow was on the podcast with us a little earlier on as well, we're going to wrap it up there
1: Thanks